0: Hello, welcome along, welcome back. This is Baffled, the podcast that is on the hunt for simply the most amazing facts in the world. But but when you unpick them, they're utter nonsense. Uh, Thanks for giving us a listen. My name's Dan. This week, I've got facts all about lady dragonflies, about carrots, and also about a war prophecy. Uh,
1: It's not just me We've got Connor He's here as well Uh, Connor, what have you got for us today? Yes, gents So, today I am going to be talking about the fact That we aren't the same person we was seven years ago Literally Do you love a cup of coffee? Something really bizarre about that And who the hell is Steve Commissar? I don't know But
0: I immediately want to find out That was quite aggressive Who the hell is this dude? Uh, uh,
1: Who the hell is this? Another guy Uh, We've got Mark with us Mark, give us three Hello mate, I am here and I'm about to make the debate over pizza toppings, which is already controversial, could be turning up another notch. In 1986, meanwhile, the UK instigated a very interesting law and we're going back to playground insults. Playground
0: insults, they're coming back into fashion. I think while we've been stuck at home, we're just using any way of hurling abuse at our mates as we can. Uh, There's all that, loads more on the way in this week's Baffled, stick around. Now, I don't want to let daylight in upon the magic behind this here curtain, and let people let know what really goes on in the show. But before we click record, Connor said you were very, you said you were very, very chuffed with your work this week. Mm.
1: Well, I'm going to need some more from you. Say, is like, that, ooh, that all I'm, we're getting? Because I'll I'm, be honest, Connor, I was expecting a bit more. No, I'm, I'm not, I'm not giving much away. All I am saying is playing it cool. Yeah, I'm playing it cool. All I'm saying is, and we you know we've spoke about this, but when you're looking to find, you know, the best facts for what. for for this podcast it's it's an ordeal you know it's a bit of a task it's a bit of a mission and some weeks you do it and you think ah you know this is tough this week well gents (laughs) i have brought some absolute crackers to the table i'm telling you that now
0: i don't think it should be tough The title of the last podcast episode we put out there uh, was Chief Inspector Knight. If anyone is finding it easy to source some of the most incredible facts that are out there, it has to be you. And, And you know what? You've dug yourself into a hole.
1: You need to fill it up again. What's your first fact? First fact coming in strong. So did you know that you replace every particle in your body every seven years So you literally aren't the same person you were seven years ago. Yeah, I did know that. Did you, Mark? I didn't. That is brand new information for this guy over here. So you literally aren't the same person you were seven years ago. In the last seven years, I've really found myself these new particles. Yeah, these new particles. But that, that was the best bit about it for me. You're literally not the same person you was seven years ago. So you know, like if you, if you again if your dumps you miss his dumb shoe, I always seem to go down this road. I'm About you, to say you, there seems to always be something on your mind. Yeah, there this. always is something on my mind. But let's say you're, you know, your partner ends it with you, and you've been with them for like eight years. I'm an entirely different person since I've met you.
0: What were you like seven years ago, Connor? Who, who were you?
1: What was I like seven years ago, Dan Swatman? So I'm 25 in three weeks or seven years. I was 18. Oh God, I was. Yeah, I don't think we should talk about my. Uh, My 18, my 18 year old year. Start with
0: the hair. What hair did you have? I'm thinking a nice bowl cut.
1: So when I was 18, I actually had like a pretty solid quiff, like a bit of a quiff, but it grew into sort of like a mid length, uh, sort of Leonardo DiCaprio Titanic vibe. A generous comparison. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, Generous comparison. I did used to get called, uh, sort of called him quite a bit. By who? Um, Before or after he's fallen into the water? Uh, before, i oh, just just you know the, the ladies that used to talk to me and stuff. Um, Are you more Leonardo DiCaprio from The Revenant rather than from uh, Titanic? That's what I'm imagining here. I know Revenant wasn't out at that point, but I feel like that's what you would have looked like at 18. More like you've just wrestled a bear. Rather than oh, I will paint paint you like one of my friends. No, 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 no,
0: no, Mark. I tell you what, Leonardo DiCaprio Connor is. Connor is really, really budget Wolf of Wall Street. Leonardo DiCaprio.
1: <laughs> For anyone who <laughs> listens to this podcast who hasn't met me, I'd love to know the picture they've got drawn of me. <laughs> what is it's that. It's it's well, it's just you know, it's this wannabe. You know, B-Tech, Wall for Wall Street, DiCaprio, who is thick in some senses. DiCaprio. Always splitting up with his missus somehow in every episode and and loves a fraud case. Does your missus listen to this? Um, Yes. What does she make of it? Uh, Well, you know, sometimes our poached eggs in the morning create good uh, good chat when we're listening to the podcast on the day of release. So do you listen to it with your misses? Uh, yes, hundred percent. Yeah, that is what happened. Yeah. So you you have to be there when she hears you saying this stuff. Yeah. So the other week when I was talking about cheating and stuff and the way that you know the ways of getting away with it, yeah. I mean, I did get a look. But anyway, you know, this is besides the point. What I'm trying to get down to with this facts because we can't delve into this because I will end up single. But anyway. When you look at this fact, it is a great fact, I think, and it's also a really nice fact that you can use if ever you are splitting up with the missus and you just want an easy scapegoat. What about if you're committing a crime? Let's say that you've committed large fraud and lots of people have won the lottery because of it, and that happened over seven years ago. Obviously, there is in place the statutory uh, time limit of which you have to be prosecuted under. However, are we saying that really seven years is the time limit? Because if you commit a crime, let's say you commit fraud, and they come at you after seven years, you're like, "Hey, it wasn't me; it was an entirely different person." Well, exactly. But the only thing is, of course, Mark, is that you you, you, you do look the same. True. You but might have a uh, different Then haircut. you could also, uh, you know, prosecute an identical twin. You could prosecute even, an identical, even twin. if they had an alibi, but oh sorry sorry you did look the same road
0: are you taking this down of course you can prosecute it it doesn't happen at the same time connor it's not like uh every seven years you are reset it's like cells all over your body are regenerating as
1: we go It's, it's more of your brain isn't it your brain is 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 the constant so therefore you don't really change into a different person it's your soul it is your soul. Inside. Great. You know, Does that mean that I am never a person being ginger? Because I have no soul as many people yell at me on a daily basis. No, you have a soul, Mark. And anyone who yells that at you, if they're listening, then get them to tweet me because I will to have a word of them. Thanks, Colin. No I'm one glad to, glad Mark. to you've got my back. Yeah, I've got, I've got your back.
0: The ultimate keyboard warrior. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll just hurl
1: abuse at them. I'll be like, what? You called my mate Mark a non-soulless ginger? No. <laughs> this is the man so who threatened I'm to saying, sue boy. a company he had nothing to do with. Am- so you just watch out, internet. You watch out. I am, I am coming. All I will say though is that I am completely all over that Ford case. But yeah, I like the fact. Can, can oh, we have an update then? Can we have an update? About, that I'm all over it. So, hang ton. on,
0: hang on a second. So this was in the last week's episode. What did it, it was the it was the fortune cookie company, wasn't it?
1: One Ton Food Incorporated, or whatever they're called. Basically. Released you're so all over this case, you just went, or oh, whatever they're called. Yeah, whatever they're That's called. That's almost integral to your argument. Yeah, it's it's in the files somewhere. My my assistant's dealing with it. But anyway, so um it, it, they basically released the fortune cookies and guessed the right numbers, blah blah blah. People ended up winning a lottery, it was a four case. But what's interesting is there's a hundred people that won, and the company is called one ton. A ton people won ton. 100.
0: Yeah. Last week, Connor blew this case wide open. Um, Connor, how, how has it developed? Talk us through your, your method of investigation over the last seven days.
1: It's developed really, really well. I'm working on it. Lots of Googling, lots of Yahooing. Um, I've been reading a lot as well. Have and you asked Jeeves yet? Yeah, just just leave this with me and when I feel appropriate to update you with some valid and crucial sort of evidence and, 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 and stuff, then I will. But at the minute, it's early days, but leave it with me. So what I think we can say with a with a high level of certainty here is that you have done very little on it since we last spoke and actually you have progressed this in no way whatsoever how am i right or wrong
0: how dare you he's been on yahoo connor thank you so much
1: for your first fact um mark give us yours please did you know that hawaiian pizza was invented by a greek man in canada (laughs) nothing to do with hawaii (laughs) What a load of absolute nonsense! What? So the, the the bit on it is, of course, it's called a Hawaiian pizza, but it was nothing to do with Hawaii. Absolutely nothing to do with it whatsoever. Why? Sam Panopoulos is born was born in Greece. He moved Wait, to Canada name? in 19- nineteen. Sam Panopoulos.
0: It sounds so. The reason it's called a Hawaiian pizza <laughs> is because it's covered in pineapples, and the the massive doll factory, I think, was in Hawaii. And his name. Sounds like a pineapple. It's Mr. Panopoulos, a
1: pineapple loss. It's a bit like uh, a wonton all over again. Connor, you having that? No, Dan, that, no, no. I'm not having that, actually. I don't don't feel that when I look at the evidence provided that that really matches a case, in my opinion. Here we go. Let me continue. So Sam Panopoulos, born in Greece, moved to Canada in 1954. He then invented the Hawaiian pizza in 1960. Do you want to know how he invented it? Well, I guess he put pineapples and ham on a pizza. Well, yeah, but it wasn't a Hawaiian. It wasn't a Hawaiian inspiration. He was actually thinking Chinese. It was all from his experience preparing Chinese food that he created the pizza. So he wasn't even going for a Hawaiian theme well, they do love the sweet and sour in china don't they so really it should be called a greek a canadian or a chinese pizza rather than a hawaiian pizza although i think we can also all agree it should never be a pizza in the first place pineapple does not deserve a place on a pizza no, i agree it's the I, uh, for psychopaths
0: i used to like a hawaiian pizza i like the sweet and sour combination
1: pineapple on pizza is not allowed in my opinion
0: what is allowed connor if you were to create the world's best pizza you can't, you can't
1: you can't be a pepperoni with extra jalapenos
0: oh my word you are <laughs> tedious uh, stefan pineapple i like the guy right our third fact my first fact i am going to bookend my facts today uh, with war one at the front one at the end number one the idea that carrots help you see in the dark was made to cover up an invention of World War II? What do you mean
1: it was made to cover what? up an invention?
0: It's, it's, it's a great question. The next question, think outside the box next time, it's the obvious question. During the World War, <laughs> the famous World War II, uh, the British Air Force, uh, RAF, developed a uh, radar. For the first time ever, they developed this radar technology that helped the pilots shoot down the German enemies at night. But in order to keep this uh, new technology a secret, because obviously the Germans were wondering how suddenly so many British aeroplanes were able to see theirs in the dark, instead of letting them know they had this amazing new tech radar, instead they made up that um, carrots could help them see in the dark. They made up fake propaganda and everything. And that's why kids today are still told that carrots help you see in the dark. It was to cover up radar
1: bonus fact did you know that radar is an acronym
0: yeah i did don't come on top of my fact let's revel in how joyous that was
1: radio detection and ranging that's what radar stands for just a little bonus oh fact for you Dan. You, your, your facts always bore me mate
0: <laughs> you whittled on about, about seven
1: years that is one of the that's one of the best facts i think we've had on the podcast so far I mean, I do enjoy the fact that they just went, how should we cover this up? Oh, anyone know? Anyone? Stop eating carrots and, oh my God, I've got it. We just say that we eat carrots and we can see in the dark. Rather than, you know, Germans going, oh, but I also eat the carrots and I cannot see in the dark. That was a German impression, by the way. I mean, I, I love the balls of the English people to say, that, that's what. That's really what's happening. We're feeding them carrots.
0: <laughs> it's still carrying on today, Connor. You weren't a fan of that, no?
1: No, I do struggle with the whole war back in time. Just, you know, I, you lose me when you mention the way war mentioned the word war. I, I'm just like, oh. essentially, you want any fact that is within the last two years, otherwise it's too long ago for you. Any fact that gets me out of a relationship, I am up for. <laughs> it's just it, sometimes when we. Talk about, I just imagine like this black and white world, and it's all a bit dull. And I just, I just, I'm not really interested dull. in those facts.
0: Oh, this is World War II. This is one of the biggest moments in the history of humankind. Uh, oh, it's kind of dull, man. I mean, yeah.
1: Also, as we have previously discussed on this podcast, just because TV was black and white doesn't mean life was black and white. Life hasn't had color added to it. No, I have always said from day one that back in the days of World War Two, etc., it wasn't as bright as it is today.
0: Right, we're not getting into this. Stop it. If you want to hear this utterly preposterous idea that Connor has that things were dull back in the day, um, listen to some of the old <laughs> podcasts. I can't remember which one it is. I've erased it from my mind. The thing is, Connor, yeah. I reckon someone listening to this is on board with that
1: fact yeah are are they you.
0: are you like if you are if you are on board with that fact uh let me know it's it's dan Simpson on instagram because i reckon you get that and i reckon Connor does not get that here's the deal though mate you may not like that war fact but the war fact that i'm finishing off with today it's utterly mind-blowing it's, okay, like, I'm a to it. it's like portal opening yeah i'm through the universe black hole stuff Right, we move on from war very quickly. I think that's a good idea right now. Connor, what's your second fact? You've got a lot to live up to because you utterly ruined my last one.
1: Okay, right. are you ready? Do you love coffee, gents? I'm drinking a cup right now. As am I. Yeah, I've just finished mine. So put this into perspective. Ready? Yeah, come on. (laughs) Right. If you yelled for eight years, seven months and six days... You would have produced enough sound energy to heat one cup of coffee. Hardly seems worth it, eh? <laughs>
0: it's got nothing to do with coffee. <laughs> Why did you spend that teeing up whether Connor and I love coffee, where it's got nothing to do with it? Well, because the hot you cop- could have easily said tea.
1: Yeah, the hot or- beverage I chose was coffee because it said hot beverage.
0: Right, <laughs> but literally-
1: when I was when I was writing the fact out, I thought I don't want to say hot beverage because I'm not a pont, so I want to put. <laughs> A drink I like which is a cup of coffee
0: I just I can't like who thinks about what sound energy can heat up I mean it's such a it's such a stretch to get from someone shouting for eight years or however it was to then it heating up my drink no one's thinking when they hear someone yell down the road I wonder I wonder how long it will take before that heats up my cup of tea no but you just don't think of it like that
1: you know, Does that mean that if I've got a lukewarm cup of coffee and I want to reheat it, I can yell at it for less time? So well, if no. I don't need to, like, heat it full hog, just, you know, it's gone a little bit tepid, I can just be there just like, Warmbler! like that and then just hope that it my volume is up so high on my headphones my eardrum is pinging
0: (laughs) mark's had a lot of his coffee today isn't he he's full of it it is currently
1: 12 31 i've had four cups already is that bad it's probably bad we're coming off look come on we always come off of my facts right well it's because you it's because no no, it's because you do a
0: terrible thing where you you slang off everyone else's facts and then you bring that to the table no, and this, they're
1: always poor no yours is back in the day of grey and misery this is a thing that everybody drinks day to day if you yelled for eight years seven months and six days you would have then produced, you wouldn't be drinking it day to day because no, you'd, you'd be, be constantly yelling oh this is not fair you would have and produced would <laughs> enough sound energy to heat one cup of coffee that's a lot of yelling Look on the Bright Side is the brand new podcast which helps to shed light on some of the feel-good amazing stories happening through this lockdown period. Search Look on the Bright Side wherever you found this podcast and take some time out to enjoy and smile with us. Together we can make it through.
0: Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase.
1: I got myself so gassed and excited about the fact that I may have actually smashed it this week and i've done two and just been ripped apart instantly by you both two lessons here connor what one don't big it up so much you said in the past the undersell over deliver number two if you're going to rip into dan's facts and into my facts we're just going to come back at you. No, because you're ripping into good facts here. You know that's good. You know it's good deep down. All
0: <laughs> right, let's, let's move on. Uh, Mark, it's time for your second... And Connor, learn from that. You need to let Mark have his due, okay? Mark, take it away. Number two, please.
1: Did you know it is illegal to handle salmon in suspicious circumstances in the UK? That is a genuine law that came into place in 1986 that if you're handling a salmon suspiciously, then you can be arrested. What constitutes suspiciously? This is the thing. It is genuinely only written in the law as suspicious.
0: In the 80s, not that long ago for a law to be written, do you know what forced the police's hand?
1: So the idea is is that uh, it is illegal to take, kill... Uh, or or kind of uh, have fish. uh, I think it's salmon, trout, uh, eels, and freshwater fish. And rather than kind of, they were like, oh, how do we sum all of this up together? And they decided that the correct uh, term they would use would be suspicious. I'd love for this podcast to be videoed right now so you could see my current face. Yeah, as soon as as you listed more than one
0: fish, you, you heard... You just heard the silence, and you're like, yes, oh, I'm just so, so God, that fact
1: is still relevant today. So actually, on your uh, on your basis, that's actually an allowed fact. When am I ever? Okay, right. Look, you may come at me about that eight years and the coffee thing, but that's just a fun thing to know. When am I ever gonna hold a salmon? Suspiciously,
0: <laughs> any fish can be
1: suspicious. Is that right? Uh, not any fish. I can tell you um, that this section applies to, and this is from the uh, actual uh, government legislation. Salmon, trout, eel, lamprey, smelt, and freshwater fish. What happens what if the fish
0: to. are acting suspiciously of their
1: own accord? Well, it depends if they think that you are implicit on in the suspiciousity of the fish. Can I just say that there is currently a global pandemic, and here us three are chatting about the suspicious fish of the world and whether we get arrested for picking them up. That's where life is right now. This is the new normal. They keep talking about the new normal. This is it right here. Mark, are you? I'm actually quite interested in this fact. So is this in a sense of fishing? If you're you're fishing fish and you're catching salmon, or are you talking about if you go to Tesco's and buy a fillet? No. So essentially what this is covering off is uh, if you are going fishing and you catch salmon and you're not meant to, then if the police pull you over and you seem to have salmon and seem to be suspicious, then it's getting a really hard word to say with the word fish. Yes, yes, Then they can arrest you on that basis that you are handling a salmon suspiciously. Right, okay. Because at first I was imagining when you said this fact that if I, you know, go to Sainsbury's and buy a sliced salmon (laughs) and I'm acting a bit suspicious, then I... You know, like that's the that was what was in my mind. Now one, it makes just sense. Just wandering around the streets of Brentwood, just yeah. with a pack of smoked salmon. <laughs> a people going, smoke. oh, oh, yeah. he's looking he's <laughs> suspicious." Arrest him. Call nine nine nine. He's got smoked salmon bagel, and he's looking suspicious. Yeah, and if I get pulled over by the police and I haven't got salmon, I'm not doing time. Whereas if I've got a fillet of salmon, I'm getting locked up, mate. Yeah, this makes sense to me because you, you, it is illegal to fish salmon in. So my my dad's part of like a. a like a member of a lake um, that he fishes. And there's certain types of fish that aren't, of course, in that lake because it's a man-made lake, obviously. But they are um, illegal certain fish, fish to catch if you go out to sea or go out to different parts of, of the world and fish them. So that is, that is definitely true. Exactly. And it's all classed under that one word, suspicious.
0: Right, my second one today is also about animals. Uh, when female dragonflies don't want to mate when they're having a hard day, when they're a little bit tired, they play dead. <laughs> oh. Snigger, snigger, sticker. Let's all be children. Questions, please. <laughs> say it <say laughs> again. When female dragonflies don't want to mate, they play dead. Oh, I've done it before. What, play dead? What, what, no, sorry, right, sorry. Just got sorry. all the ketchup out the fridge and just pretend you'd been shot. Wait one second. Wh- who were you with at the point when you've played dead, when they've wanted to do something and that they can't happen because you're pretending to be dead. Have, have they not, have they not phoned like the ambulance
1: or something? <clears throat> Let me put this into more context of humans. Not necessarily playing dead, but the same term as I've acted asleep. Oh, okay. Right. All right so you go. just decided not out for it tonight. Yeah. Oh. I've pretended to be really, really tired when I'm definitely wide awake.
0: Uh, yeah, a little bit different from the 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 female the, the stance of the female dragonfly. Let me take you through the science of this. Uh, when she has mated, all she's interested in doing is laying eggs and then getting on with her life. So when she's done that, and then she might be stalked by an unwelcome lover or two, uh, instead of giving them any time of day, even pretending, even, even like turning the cheek, even saying, nah, thanks, cuz... Uh, she uh, plays dead and crashes off the branch, literally falls to the floor. And then the males who believe this so much, they they finally leave.
1: Okay, that makes a bit more sense. I was imagining that they were doing this to just one dragonfly, just one male who just kept being like, oh no, she's died again. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe she's faking it this time, but no, just in case, I will respect <laughs> her wishes. Seventh time this week, but you know, I'll respect her wishes. The
0: headline to this is female dragonflies fake death to avoid... Harassment. So these, can you have dragonfly harassment? Yeah, you all can. Suspicious salmons, isn't it?
1: Yeah, but they, uh, they have quite a harassing fly. I don't know, like the way that they fly, it's a bit harassing. Like when you see them flying in the air, they, they sort of they don't really go; they just sort of like buzz around. It might be harassing to you, but it's not to each other because yeah, that's but, just that's just how they are. Yeah, imagine if they were coming at you for a little bit of sexy time. You can't no, really, really... Flip it I think, off I think that, I think there's a lot more issues if a dragonfly is coming at me for sexy times.
0: I tell you what, though. If, if, if we did live in such a world, dragonflies would be my... Uh, I think I, f- I, f- I find her the second most attractive of all the flies. Oh, mate. After what? what? What are you going as number one, Hold Dan? on,
1: no. What? I was so scared as to where you was going with that.
0: Butterflies one, dragonflies two, big bubbly bee is is third. Moth is way down the list, isn't it? No, no one... What about a no what one about ladybird?
1: A attractive a oh, my God. I can't even believe what we're talking about right La-
0: now. Ladybird is a very hot insect. Beautiful insect, too small though.
1: I get hold abuse weekly on this podcast and here's Dan rating butterflies on their sexiness.
0: Well, not just but butterflies. Uh, I've not seen enough butterflies to be able to rate them all individually, but butterfly as a, as a, as a type are top of my uh, hot insect list. So
1: if you could, could get 10 minutes of an insect, Dan, what, in, what insect would it be?
0: Any insect.
1: Yeah, this is so strange. Honestly, um,
0: well, a butterfly, I think, because I find butterflies really pretty. But you know, I can't, I can't. They're tiny, aren't they? I'd crush it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Wait, that is not okay. <laughs> Oh, this is the best ever. I mean, are we assuming in this scenario? Why are we still going? Are we assuming in this <laughs> yes. scenario that oh. you are also a butterfly, or you are at least butterfly-sized? Well, or are we assuming that the butterfly is going? Let me get some human action. Well, this
0: is—it's it's down to you. It's down to you. You can use your own imagination, and if you are using your own imagination to picture that. I would hesitate that you are the weird one in this situation. That's my second fact. When female, dra- I'm moving on very quickly. Do you notice uh, when female dragonflies do not want to mate, they play dead. That brings us to our third one, yep. last one, Connor. Yep. Right. So, Mark, remember this is a safe fact space, Connor.
1: It's a world yep. of discovery. Okay, this, uh, you know, you, you you keep telling me to not big up my facts, but this is my favorite one of the uh, 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 of this week. So can I can I can I release it? You don't learn. Yes, go release on. it like a beautiful butterfly is released out of its cocoon. Uh, don't, oh, get it don't get Dan going. Right, ready. A man named Steve Commissar sold a solar powered clothes dryer for forty dollars. Once he received the money, customers were mailed a clothesline. <laughs> I like that. Can you repeat that? I didn't understand a word of it, honestly. Okay, right. Listen, Dan. A man named Steve, that, that's all that you need to know, sold a solar-powered clothes dryer for $40. Oh, and he sent them a Once he received line. the money, he mailed them a clothesline. Yeah, great. Great, I great, like that. great. just—it's just He's just <laughs> renaming it, isn't it? I mean, <laughs> that's... <laughs> How good is that? Imagine... I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of that. It's, that not it.
0: it's not a strict fact, is it? Like, it's not... It's not seven years, but it, it's, it, it's good. Uh, the guy that's got spunk, is not he? The guy's got some chops there. I like it. The fru- I, I, like, I like someone with chops. I like someone... Like, fraud is my favourite of all the crimes, and I like someone that's getting away with this.
1: Yeah, but imagine, imagine sitting there and actually being one of the consumers of this product and being like, solar-powered clothes dryer. Wow, isn't that incredible? Forty dollars later you've got yourself a clothesline. <laughs> yeah, it's great. I mean also bonus, solar and wind powered. <laughs> solar and wind powered. But when I when I read the fact, I was like, this is excellent. I told everyone in my family about it and they all loved it. They were like, that is fantastic. That that is entrepreneurial genius in this. I like that. It makes you wonder what else could you rename and just sell in your house? Yeah, okay, ah. here we go. So what 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 would be the first go? I would I would sell bum cleaner. What special bum cleaner and just sell it as loo roll, yes, exactly.
0: No, I I understand that, but it needs to be, I think it needs to be a bit more creative in this.
1: It could be soft bum cleaner,
0: yeah, you could have personal hot tub as the bath, I guess, couldn't you?
1: Yeah, but I think that's genius. That is absolutely Steve Carizama, however you pronounce it. If you're listening, (laughs) buddy, every time. That's off to you, mate. That is that is geniusness. And it's actually quite a recent fact as well. It, it, it's quite a new fact, as in we're not going back to World War Two like Dan does every week. It's quite a recent fact. Mark, third, final fact, make it good, go. I'm afraid this is about history, Connor, but I think you're going to like it. Okay. The world's oldest your mum joke was written about 1,500 BC. (laughs) Yes, I love it. That is that is is what, when we go back in the day, that is what I want to be hearing. See, this is the kind of history you like, isn't it? Hold on, wait, 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 hold on. I want two things, okay? I would like to know what you think the first your mum joke was and give me the scenario where it was used all that time ago. I mean, I obviously know it, but I feel like I feel like your mum jokes have always been around because mums have always the reason your mum jokes work is because your mum is always she's a beloved one isn't she so if you insult her you're insulting me and I feel I feel like therefore your mum jokes are timeless yeah but can also really backfire at certain times and (laughs) cause especially back in the day when if you insulted someone they could just kill you like that was legit that was fair game I love the f- we go we go back in the day a lot don't we? That's because most stuff happens in the past. In fact I would go ahead and say everything happens in the past. Everything does. You can't have a fact about the future. Then it's only a hypothesis. Mmm shower thoughts. What do you reckon the, the your mum joke was like? Like like oi your mum didn't really do the laundry good.
0: <laughs> I thought you were going to be a bit more historical there, by the way, mate. Your mum's ass is so big that it takes three saber-toothed tigers and she blocks out of the sun, like something like that, rather than
1: just the laundry. Yeah, you, Your mum hasn't changed in a few days.
0: No, again, that's got nothing
1: historical there, Connor. Your <laughs> mum's so big and so ugly that people thought that she was the Trojan horse when she turned up. Was that the first one? No, that wasn't it. But no. i'm using a using a history reference mate. your yeah, no like your mum your mum
0: your mum's so big when she sat down she um extinguished
1: the dinosaurs your mum's so your mum's so ugly that Henry the would wouldn't even go there
0: <clears throat> tell you what mm.
1: That, I mean, I'm, 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 I'll give that to you, Connor, because it's actually historically fairly accurate. Yeah, you see that? Yeah, you see that? I've been listening, Wes. you're so proud of yourself, right I'm now? I'm so you? proud. The smile on my face is insane. What, what do we know? The first Mum joke, or are we, do we? So it was written. Uh, so it was an, on a Babylonian tablet. It was found in Iraq. It loses a lot in translation. I'll be honest with you. So no one's entirely sure of what it means, but it essentially translates to this. Of your mother, so I, your mum, is by the one who has intercourse with her. What slash who is it? To which then there was no answer. So this was in a conversation that was recorded on the tablet. And that? that was the thing. Of I, your mother is by the one who has intercourse with her. That's the original your mum joke. When, it when, loses when, when a lot in it? translation. When was it? Uh, 1500 BC. How was it recorded? On a Babylonian tablet. But they actually had recording devices back then. I mean, a tablet is just a bit of stone that you carve into, so it's kind of like writing on paper, oh, but you rec- it. Not right. an actual tablet. Oh, oh I was going to say, mate, I didn't know that was invented back in the that, that time. That's insane. How did they make the board that recorded Do you think it Babylonian
0: all? tablet was the predecessor to the
1: iPad? Yeah, like, literally, I thought that they recorded into a tablet all that time ago. Mark, my, my mind right, was right. racing. Tablets, tablets existed in fi- 1500 BC, but the computer wasn't invented till we went to the the moon yeah you're right connor no how did did no one else think that maybe you're right maybe it is an actual computer tablet from 1500 BC. it's impressive they found a charger cable to turn it back on so they could see what was written on it i was listening i was thinking yeah this fact's great but what did they use for the microphone (laughs) oh wow (laughs) Right, the first like, podcast was also was also recorded
0: then as well, yeah, it was a true crime one about who who extinguished the dinosaurs. My word <laughs> uh, it's my time for my third and final fact. I promise you a war prophecy. World War one ended on the eleventh of the eleventh nineteen eighteen armistice day armistice eleventh of the eleventh eighteen it People think that it really started a lot of reasons. One of those reasons, the main one that we learn about, is when the Archduke Franz Ferdinand uh, was shot back in 1914. You know this, Connor? No. But are you with me?
1: And you said the 11th, 11th, 18. That's I like three was, years very, ago. Very, very keen.
0: Very, very important that you remember that. 11th of the 11th, 1918.
1: 1918. Yeah, okay.
0: Yeah, no. Jesus. Jesus. That's when it ended, started four years before that when a guy called Archduke Franz Ferdinand was shot in Sarajevo. He was in a car in 1914. The license plate of that car was A I I I 118, which you could read as A 11 11 18 which was the day of the armistice four years later when the war ended. They prophesied it four years before. Are you having that? That is mind-blowing. Yeah, it's like Tupac. But this this actually happened, though. This isn't people are
1: listening to songs backwards. The no, start this- of World War I was like Tupac being murdered. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of conspiracies around that, of which are quite
0: believable. Yeah, push that aside. But this is amazing. The license plate read like it predicted the art, the end of the war that it went on to cause four yeah, years is, later. That is a right. a, a I, I i i one
1: one eight armistice. That 11, is nuts. Eleven eighteen. That that is that is actually like I'm going to give you that. Dan, that is phenomenal. That's that's mental. That is crazy. I mean, that is either a massively weird and ridiculous coincidence or something really strange is going on there. That is crazy. Wouldn't you love it
0: if by the end we of this whole thing we discover like a worldwide illuminati a new world order and they're not taking charge of governments they're not hiding aliens what they really are doing is for some reason covering up the reason why world war one started and they are making chinese people win a lot of money through fortune cookies and they're also discovering that salt and vinegar crisps from walkers really used to be blue
1: yeah, this is what I'm saying. This this fact that you've just said runs completely parallel with one time. <laughs> All <laughs> comes back to that. Do you reckon that we're just going to... I mean, now that we're starting to uncover these conspiracies, because, I mean, clearly we are the world leaders on this, that we're slowly going to get picked off one by one? Uh, I don't even know what to say. My mind is boggling right now, honestly. All my investigative mind is working.
0: Well, talking about your investigative mind, we need... We need somewhere to, we need a new place to go on this wanton conspiracy by next week. I don't want to blow it wide open because I don't want to start getting investigated, But Connor, uh, this time next week, you've not got a lot to do while we're in lockdown. Mm-hmm. I want you to, to have a I'm plan of, busy, action. actually. I want you to have a plan of action in the investigation so this time next week where are you gonna be at what will you have done to try and actually uncover this conspiracy
1: there will be progress that's all i'm gonna say just leave it with me gentlemen
0: i was looking for something more concrete than that but that's all we can hope for around here
1: i mean i'll be honest i will just be impressed if connor doesn't turn up next week claiming that his dog has ate his research so
0: hey though uh, at least next week he might have upgraded from yahoo to bing so fingers crossed Right, that is it for this week's baffled. It's been a busy, uh, quite aggressive, quite combative episode. I think we're all leaving as friends, though. Fingers crossed. What have we learned? Well, well, thankfully, Connor is a different person than than who he was seven years ago. Also, that waving a smoked salmon bagel is like proper suspicious. And also, well and truly, butterflies are the sexiest insect we will be back next week with another episode make sure you subscribe so you never miss an episode as well make sure you tell someone that you know about all the incredible facts you're finding out here too and remember if you've got a fact that you want included on the pod, uh, you need to drop us a line on Insta, slide into our DMs, you can find all of our handles, all of our accounts uh, in the episode notes, so have a look make sure you subscribe and we will see you next week Uh, say goodbye Connor, goodbye to you gents, say goodbye Mark, see you later and it's goodbye from me